Welcome to the Gonzo Damoe News Broom. Holy shit, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. Despite only going to a virtual anime convention, I feel exactly the same. And that is because I did the exact same thing that I would do on a Saturday night after an anime convention, and that is stay up all night drinking and watching hentai. Uh, anime Detour, my hometown convention from Minneapolis, did their virtual version on... April 2 and April 3. It was a good time. They uh, hosted on Twitch and YouTube, and I believe they also had stuff on Discord. It was like cosplay and art workshops, which are just, they're they're not for me. Uh, I did, however, watch a lot of their panels. I had to have uh, Tony record some of the Twitch ones because despite having my mobile hotspot data refreshed, I could not watch Twitch, which was uh, very frustrating as I tried to watch the anime economics panel. Two of the standout panels over the weekend was the Precipice of Fan Service, How Much is Too Much, hosted by Jesse Silver, Dave Vitrovic, and J.C. Horvath, as well as Be Kind Rewind, which was hosted by my friend Mark McPherson. The uh, fan service panel, I went in with low expectations, not because I expected it to be bad, but I, I didn't read the description and I thought it was going to be this big pro fan service panel. Uh, it was not. It ended up being a conversation about when fan service can get in the way of the story and uh, how much is too much, which is literally in the title, so I should have known better. Uh, and then Be Kind Rewind was a uh, retrospective of uh, some different formats like VHS, Betamax, uh, DVD, as well as Mark talking about his experience working at a video rental store. As far as I'm aware, the YouTube panels are uh, still available to watch uh, via the archive. The Twitch panels, I don't know what they're doing with those, uh, but if you go to the Anime Detour uh, YouTube channel, you should be able to watch their um, YouTube track. And that's where all of uh, Mark's panels were. Which brings me to the only negative thing I have to say about the weekend. They didn't have a very big variety of speakers. And I think the reason for that was they looked at the number of people that submitted panels for the 2021 in-person anime detour. They asked them, how many of you are willing to uh, do this virtually? And I, I assume that most of them said no. And so the result was that Mark really comprised the majority of Saturday on the YouTube track, and the rest of the spots were filled by Anime Detour staff members. And that's fine. The panels were fun, and I had a good time. Uh, but in the future, w hopefully they don't have to do another virtual convention, but in the future, if they do another virtual convention, uh, I, I hope that they open up submissions to everybody. Something else that I did over the week was I updated the website a bit. Uh, we haven't been writing a lot of articles lately, and so I changed the homepage to reflect that. I took down the large banner of the latest article, and I made it more obvious that podcasts are something that we offer now. I, I keep saying we like it's not just me running the website. Another thing that I finally did is I submitted the podcast to uh, iTunes and Google Podcast, whatever their podcast store is called. Uh, I'd been meaning to do it. It just my mobile hotspot data cap uh, needed to reset before I was able to take care of that. Uh, it's been a couple days. I don't know when they're going to show up on the store, but uh, it's been done. For what it's worth, the podcast is on Spotify, though I know most of you don't use Spotify to listen to podcasts. Ironically, 
that was the easiest one to get listed on. Whereas, you know, a couple of years ago, it was impossible to get onto Spotify. So I don't know, give it a week. It'll be on iTunes. I don't know what to tell you. It's a slow process inexplicably. So let's talk about the news. Where are the demons? Bring on the pain! There is a startling amount of news that happened over the last week, so much that I actually removed stories because I didn't want to do a super long episode. The first piece of news that I have tagged is that Attack on Titan is going to be completing its manga run uh, this week, April 9th, uh, after 11 and a half years. That's wild. Kodansha is also uh, warning people not to post any leaks or they will come after you. They do know where you live and they will find your family. So... Uh, Be careful out there, I guess. Uh, World Egg Priority finished its anime run, but did not finish its story, which most of us saw coming. Uh, And so June 29th will be a special bonus episode that concludes a story that will be streaming on Funimation. Uh, They also announced that they will be dubbing the show. I don't know if anybody is surprised by that news. Uh, I think the dub... Uh, it looks like the first two episodes are coming out on Wednesday, so I, I might rewatch that. Uh, that's, it's a show that I have an interesting relationship with because I recognize that everybody thinks it's good, and it just hasn't really clicked for me. Like certain episodes, I really like, but overall, I find the story to be kind of a mess and not knowing what it's trying to accomplish. So maybe watching it in English will um, help connect some of those dots for me. Black Clover finished its run with 170 episodes. That's a that's a respectable run. I don't know anything about Black Clover, uh, and everybody that I know that was watching it, all they did was complain about how bad it was. Black Clover is interesting to me because... So when I got into anime, there was this thing that we called the Big Three. It was Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. And this was like just a, a thing that we made up in America. I don't pretty sure they didn't refer to anything as the big three in Japan. Uh, but those were just the three big popular shows, uh, shonen shows that everybody was watching. And when Bleach and Naruto finished their runs, we're like, well, what's going to be the next big three? And at some point, uh, some people decided that Black Clover uh, and My Hero Academia were the ones to take those places. And And it was never something that was like, agreed upon in such a you know in the same way there wasn't like this big consensus like nobody says big three anymore um but because of that discourse it's interesting to me that black clover is is ending now and my hero academia is like going to be ending its manga run soon so you know we took so long to decide what the next big three were the the neo big three are already done and one piece is still happening. So I don't know, I guess in, in many ways, the new big three would be one piece, Jujutsu Kaisen and demon slayer, but demon slayer is done. And I think Jujutsu Kaisen is going to be finishing soon. It's, it's a trend that I've noticed with a lot of manga, uh, popular manga lately is that the uh, writers aren't, they they don't want to be the next one piece in terms of volume. They're like, look, I'll do this for like a hundred more chapters and then I'm done. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that was really interesting with my hero academia is the, the writer just announced like, Hey, I'm starting the final arc now. And I, I think there's only, 
like 300 chapters, 200 chapters. I don't, I don't read the manga, so I'm not sure where they are right now. I know that they're about a hundred chapters behind on the anime, which, you know, is probably helped by the fact that they take uh, like a year break in between each season. This next story is for those who like to buy anime on Blu-ray. Uh, Crunchyroll and Viz announced a handful of titles that will be getting home video releases. Burn the Witch, Inspector, Jujutsu Kaisen, God of High School, and Tower of God. Uh, it says that all of them will uh, receive English dubs as well. I think most of them already have them. Uh, this already happened, but I think it's worth mentioning uh, in California, there was an anime convention that shut down a vaccination site so they could hold their convention, and they got, understandably, a lot of uh, criticism for doing this. Uh, SAC Anime It was held on April 1st and April 2nd. The conversation surrounding a SAC Anime has been a nightmare on Twitter, and I don't really know how to concisely convey what's going on but i can tell you that it's a mess <laughs> what what i can tell you is that i've learned over the past year that with these anime conventions that a lot of people really don't have our best interests in mind from people like ryan Kampf, who are holding conventions in the middle of you know peak coronavirus to you know events like this where they're shutting down vaccination sites it really goes to show that you know some of these people really don't have our best interests in mind they don't care about our health they don't care about the health of others they really just want to make money or i don't know i can't imagine that there's that much money to be made doing anime conventions, especially in the middle of a pandemic where attendance is going to be lower. So I don't know what's going on in the heads of these people. Speaking of anime conventions, Amazement has officially canceled. No surprise there. I think most conventions in the spring and summer are still not going to be held in person. It, it, it very likely won't be until fall that we start to see some of the bigger conventions come back. Like Anime NYC, I think, has a good chance. Otakon is a maybe, because uh, I think that one's at the end of August. Whereas I think Anime NYC is at the end of November, so it gives a lot more time for things to settle down. In lighter news, but maybe not so lighter news, because it's a really sad anime, uh, but Anohana is having its 10th anniversary. It's a great show if you haven't seen it. Uh, we posted a review of it for Anime Secret Santa this past Christmas. I, I don't. I assume that they're going to do something big. Maybe there'll be some like special edition box set that comes out. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. One one thing that's funny is it says in here that the dub originally was streaming exclusively on Verizon's Go ninety streaming service. That service did not last very long. I had a friend that worked on a TV show that was made for Verizon Go 90. And I think shortly after the show premiered, the service shut down. Uh, it says in here that Anohana is currently streaming on Funimation. So if you haven't seen it, you can watch it there. Uh, we got a lot of news. I got to start going through these a little quicker. Uh, the Evangelion film is doing really well. It says it's the highest earning in the franchise. Uh, Six billion yen. That is wild to me. I need to watch these movies. I've never seen Evangelion. I tried more than once, and I just couldn't do it. Uh, I've seen the first movie, and I don't remember anything about it. 
uh, the movies took so long to come out that that was over 10 years ago. So I would have to rewatch it because I don't remember what happened. Skate Leading Stars is getting a stage play in October. Uh, we'll probably never get to see that unless somebody records it and puts it online. Uh, these ones always make me laugh uh, because I just imagine like a like a a big fan of of whatever show gets announced uh, to to go to stage and them just getting super hyped and going to see it. Cause like if, I don't know if, uh, what's a show that I'm watching 24, I'm not watching 24, but imagine if 24 got a stage play, <laughs> you know, uh, skate leading stars is a show I need to finish. It's, it's not good. I would say it was weird in that it got a, uh, two week, uh, advanced screening in America. And I wrote about that and how Funimation didn't really advertise that it was, you know, two weeks ahead of time ahead of Japan is a big deal to me. And it's, it's being made by the same person that created uh, Code Geass. So I thought I would get a lot more advertising. It's, you know, it is, it's a whatever show. I watched about half of it. It's not a super great show, but I like that the characters are all motivated by spite. Because uh, it's about these, uh, like, ice skating rivals and one of them is is hot shit and really arrogant, and the other one is pretty much almost as good. And um, he quits skating because he just can't beat this other guy. And it's like by fractions of a point that he loses by him every time. But then he decides in high school to come back to skating because fuck that guy. I never liked his face anyway. You know, like the only reason he starts skating again is to rub it in the other guy's face. Uh, let's see what else is happening. Tokyo Babylon, what a troubled project and also ostensibly related to skate leading stars because skate leading stars is from the creator of code Geass and clamp did character designs for code Geass. Tokyo Babylon is a clamp series. Uh, it got delayed because the, um, the studio got caught plagiarizing like some fashion magazine. Like they were basing their character designs on uh, clothing that was in some fashion magazine or something. And uh, I guess they did investigations to find out if there was any more plagiarism and they found enough that they just canceled the show outright. This is the first time I I can think where uh, something like this has happened for people that were looking forward to the Tokyo Babylon anime. It does say that they are currently working to find a new studio uh, to produce it. So uh, it's probably good news because it was Gohans and I've never heard anybody say anything positive about Gohans. So I don't know. Uh, silver lining, maybe? The next one is something that I forgot to mention last week. That's the Dempa licensed Moto Hagios They Were Eleven manga. My primary memory for They Were Eleven is the episode of Anime World Order where they attempt to review They Were Eleven, but they are interrupted by Patrick Macius, and it turns into an impromptu Kazuo Koike discussion. The next one is interesting. Uh, It was ruled in Tokyo court that manga spoiler sites infringe on copyright. And at first I thought, like, so you're telling me that if I tell somebody that Goku dies in, in, you know, whatever episode of Dragon Ball Z that I could get in trouble? And what they're specifically referring to is people that are posting transcripts of manga chapters, which is how I used to read Inuyasha, actually. This was like well before it was common to get, uh, you know, weekly scanlations. There was a website called Eartweek 
that would occasionally do a scanlation, but would mostly just translate the script and post that. And uh, that is how I read Inuyasha for a while. Talking about that era some more, this is something I never expected. Prince of Tennis is making a comeback. Funimation is getting all of the Prince of Tennis anime, and they're redubbing it, which I guess makes sense because Viz never completed the dub, and so I guess to have consistency across the board, they're just going to start over. I don't remember how far they got. There were... I think there were there was three or four box sets. They probably dubbed 60 episodes, 60 or 70 episodes. I really liked Prince of Tennis. I never finished it because there's there's so much. There's so much Prince of Tennis. I want to say there's like 200 episodes. Uh, but it's a great show if you've never watched it. You just have to watch it with a certain mindset. Like I was watching it because it's ridiculous. Because, you know, everybody's super serious about tennis and, and, and people are like, oh my God, is that the special move? That's his snake move. Holy shit. No one ever recovers from the snake move. And it's like, this is tennis. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's like everything. They, they list like 10 Prince of Tennis anime on here. So I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to get on that and start rewatching Prince of Tennis. The movies are crazy too. Uh, I don't remember which movie it is, but there's a movie where it's like one of the final matches and it turns into like Dragon Ball Z where they're doing their special moves and it's like one guy, when he hits the tennis ball, it like turns into a dinosaur and then the guy serves it back at him and it turns into the ocean and so now the ocean is fighting a dinosaur and what I'm trying to say is that it's a shame that this show didn't take off, but it, 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 was, a, it was a weird time. Uh, because you know, all of these shows had a potential audience. I just, I don't know if they were being marketed properly. Like Hajime no Ippo is a great example that came out when I was in high school and nobody bought it. And it's now coming out again on Blu-ray and it's one of the best sellers on right stuff. So clearly there were people that would have wanted to watch Hajime no Ippo. It just wasn't reaching those people. And it was probably also too much money. Like Hajime no Ippo is, is a very long show and it was being sold like three episodes at a time for $30 each. That's not the right way to market a show like that. Similar with Prince of Tennis. Prince of Tennis was, it was, be, some people remember it being on Toonami, but I don't think it was on Toonami proper. It was on something called Toonami Jetstream, which was, uh, Toonami had a website where you could watch episodes of Prince of Tennis uh, Martian successor romance, I think is what it was called. And, um, Hikaru no Go. And like, they had a couple of video game reviews on there. Toonami Jetstream, while it was a cool idea, it was just too soon. Like, you know, we were still using DSL internet. We didn't have smartphones yet. I'm pretty sure. And so the only way to watch Toonami Jetstream was at home at your computer and the resolution wasn't very good. And so it just, it didn't, it didn't really take off, uh, but they had good stuff on there. And um, Prince of Tennis was one of those fans of Kaneko Ikahara's penguin drum anime uh, will be excited about this next one. They're getting some compilation films. The way that the article is written is a little confusing because it's saying that it's implying that the movie is already greenlit and in production, but then it also mentions a crowdfunding campaign, but it says that the crowdfunding campaign is part two. So maybe 
I guess that one way to interpret that is that the first movie is happening and they're crowdfunding the second movie. I don't know. It says that the crowdfunding campaign is only for people in Japan. So it's not a whole lot we can do, but wait and see what happens. Uh, fans of Common Rider had a great week. There was a Common uh, Rider movie that was announced that's going to be directed by Hideaki Anno. And there was also a Common Rider anime that's coming out on uh, Funimation next year. I'm assuming that they are co-producing it or, or funding it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have announced it going to Funimation this early. But Common Rider W, which might be pronounced Common Rider Double. Uh, that will be on Funimation next year. This next one I may have already mentioned. Uh, My Hero Academia is taking a week off because Hirokoshi is not feeling well. Whenever these articles come out, they're always written in such... You never know because they're vague and it just says taking a week off due to the author's poor health. And it's like, Jesus. Uh, but presumably they're going to be okay because it says they're already recovering um my hero academia probably gonna be done soon maybe less than a year i don't know it entered its final act quote unquote last month uh when <laughs> when chainsaw man said that it was done in like three chapters uh i would expect that we probably have you know at least six months to a year left with my hero academia but you never know i am uh not up to date with this one so i don't know how close it is to concluding anything this next one is more of a cop-out story because I'm pretty sure this has already been announced, but I just didn't know it was going on. So there's a new Tiger and Bunny anime in production. And so some character designs were revealed. But I didn't even know there was a Tiger and Bunny sequel uh, in the works. That's how much I pay attention. That show has been hard for me to follow uh, because when it originally got announced, I think I was expecting it to be on Adult Swim or something. I don't remember why I didn't watch it. I didn't have an excuse because I was interested in it, but I never watched it. Maybe I was waiting for it to come out on DVD, and then it never did for ages and ages. And then finally, uh, Neon Alley came out in 2012. That was Viz's short-lived linear streaming app, which was great. And I still miss. And Tiger and Bunny was one of the shows premiering on there. And so I was finally watching Tiger and Bunny on uh, Neon Alley, but I, I wasn't always able to catch the episodes because it's linear. And, you know, I can't just sit and watch anime all day as much as I want to. And then when that service went away, I went back to forgetting to watch it. So maybe this will be the kick in the ass I need to finally watch Tiger and Bunny. Uh, I assume it's streaming somewhere. And finally, to wrap up this week's edition of the News Broom is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean Manga will be getting an anime. Uh, this is not surprising. The JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime has been very popular. It's just a matter of time, you know, when it was going to be announced. I assume it's going to be next year. I don't see a date listed for when it's coming out in here. Uh, what's funny, though, is that I didn't know this. It this ran in two, uh, 99 to 2003, but takes place very specifically in 2011. I don't know how time works in that show. I've only read the first two parts and then just never continued. Not because I didn't like it. I just stopped. I don't have an excuse. I, I really need to watch JoJo's. And at this point, it's like a thousand episodes. So I don't know. Maybe this will finally be the kick in the ass that I need to watch JoJo's. I just got to figure out if it's streaming somewhere. It's probably on Crunchyroll. So I think that that's a show. This has been another episode of the Gonzo.moe News Broom Anime Nightmare. 
You have no clue how frustrating it is trying to record this alone. I don't know how I did this for so long. I used to do a solo show. Like when I when I originally did the Fight Bait Anime podcast, that was me alone. And I did it that way for months before I had guests. I I don't know. I must just be that rusty now because it's been like two hours sitting in front of this goddamn computer. And I will be lucky if I can cut it down into a half hour of usable content. Uh, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, gonzo.moe. If you want to talk to me on email, gonzo.moe at gmail.com. I, you know, as, as, frustrating as, it, as frustrating as it is to try to do one podcast, I have an idea for another podcast in my head. Uh, I've been watching a lot of those animes that you've been hearing about. Uh, my Hero Academia, I watched 40 episodes over the week. Uh, I also never talked about World Egg Priority or Mashoku Tensei or Yashihime. I watch, I've, I've been watching some of the new shows, Megalobox, uh, just started up. So I have a lot of commentary in me that I need to get out of my system. So maybe that'll happen soon? I don't know. Until next time. <laughs>